Welcome back to Golden Era Gaming. Uh, I'm your host today, Martin, and I'm joined with uh, the co-host or sub-host, as I like to call him, my brother Martin. Hello, Martin. Hello, Martin. And you'll you'll know us by now as the Super Martin Brothers. Yes. I can't go anywhere without people saying, "Hey, you two, the Super Martin Brothers." We are starting I to recognize recognized a lot. Recognize your bland bland voices. Hmm. And your, your sniggering. And your mildly witty um, descriptions of games that no one plays anymore. It's those guys. Yeah, it is, it is you two. Um, so, yeah, so we, yeah, we're the Super Martin Bros. And today we are um, we're doing more of the same. Uh, how, how have you been this week, Martin? Oh, yeah, you know, pretty good, pretty good. All the better for yeah. playing games, or we actually know, because the games were rubbish this week for me. Just sorry, I've just ruined the episode already. Rubbish, though, really rubbish this week. No, uh, don't give away the ending. I have. It's too late we, now. No, actually, this is like the beginning of a film where two partners, aka you, are one partner, and your games are your other partner. Yeah. And you have a bit of rupture at oh, the beginning, yeah, true. like Turner and Hooch or something, and then at the end. Your games die, but they have little baby games. True, yeah. And you have them, but they still slobber all over your front room. It's quite specifically like, like Turner and Hooch. The, uh, I don't think all <laughs> films are modelled on Turner and Hooch. The more I think about it, the more this episode is like... Hands up of our listeners who's Googling Turner and Hooch right now because they've got no idea what we're talking about. Oh, come off it. Everyone's watched Turner and Hooch. No, no one has. I've seen Turner and Hooch... Actually, I haven't watched yeah, it. For a if while. if we averaged out the amount of times that you've watched Turner and Hooch, then sure, everyone's watched Turner and Hooch once. That's, that's a good point. Underrated cop film, really. Uh, so, oh, we're Jeffin this week. Don't forget. Oh yeah, a bit of continuity there. We're Jeffin. Jeffin. That's Jeffin why. With I, the that's G. why I come out Jeffin already. Like, ah, oh, the Jeffin <sighs> G's this week. That's that's why you're in such a foul mood. I am. So. So, in case you haven't um, grasped the concept by the episode G, uh, we're going through all of the all of the games from all of the letters uh, in alphabetical order for Mega Drive and Super Nintendo, and we're just going to recommend the best ones of each letter, mm -hmm. so you don't have to. And at the end, we're going to pick one of these games for each letter to go into the Hall of Game. The Hall of Games. We'll have a top five. And a, and a yeah. standout. And rain nor shine, whatever letter it is, a game will go into the Hall of Game. Whether there's a million games in that letter That's or right. whether there's just three games. They all get the prestigious uh, sort of wall-mounted silver cartridge. Yeah. Platinum mounted on... We, no expense spared. I don't think we've had a, a week yet that the winning game has not actually been a good game. But it's very possible... That that is going to happen at some point. Um, that so people can look forward to that. Yeah, can't they? they can look forward to rubbish games winning. Yeah, the a underdog. bit like an underdog, isn't yeah, it? A yeah, classic Rocky story. I'm sick of all the always the best games winning. Oh, always talking about the well, same. S S gets too much attention with your your Street Fighters and your Sonics and your Super Mario's. 
you're you're just giving them attention right now. Yeah. Don't talk about them. That only... That's what they want. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about the G's. I know, but I... the rubbish G's. <laughs> I don't actually think the G's were that bad well, you... until I looked at your SNES games. <laughs> I thought, oh my goodness! Didn't How's wait a minute. Pick, like didn't, anything, didn't last week the SNES was like the best last week, wasn't it? By by a yeah. good few notches. Yeah, and yet it's you really were on SNES. weird. Who who decided? You can't. You can't. It's no. There's no fix going there's, on. There feels very much like a fix. I'm but, actually worn out with playing playing all these good games this week. But, I would oh, love like a, a week off just just playing crap. You're breaking my oh, heart, rubbish. Martin. I just don't think you're playing the games hard enough. I'm playing them so hard. I think it's you and and, and soft as well because you've got to you've got to play both. I'm doing I'm doing the full range, a holistic approach to gaming. What? I tried my Firm best. But fair. I mean, I've been I gave I gave Where's Wally a good shot this week. Shh, we don't think. Don't don't. That's what it came to. Yeah? This is <laughs> well, like, spoilers. Well. Actually, people do listen for the spoilers. Push me into a corner. Is Where's Wally going to win the G game? There's probably already oh. a few questions going through your head right now. Where's Wally? Um, you know, I thought, oh, whoa, that's a great idea for a game. Until I played, <laughs> Until I played it. I thought, wow, such poor execution for... for, for there you know, go. So you been. played it after I suggested I might... I might might be picking it and then uh, you were like this is rubbish and for me it was like huh finally a good game how did they (sighs) right so without giving any more games away uh, let's play A to Zelda A to Zelda so as is tradition for some reason we uh, SNES goes first because it's the best Uh, I wonder if people well I wonder if people might complain that it gives unfair bias because by the time you get to Mega Drive, everyone's tired. That's true. Of listening, it. We could always sw- swap like at wherever the halfway point is. Of the yeah, okay. Well, we're about quarter in. We could do okay from next week. We'll do Mega Drive goes first for I don't know a few letters. Okay. Does that sound like a plan? It doesn't sound but, very scientific, uh, but yeah, sure. Yeah, qu- quarter, quarter, quarter. Instead quarter. of about a quarter, and then we'll do it next week for a few weeks. Well, you can't quarter 26, can you? Can you? That's why I said no, halfway. you can't. No, you can half 26. Uh, but isn't it a top heavy? How do you mean? Oh, who cares? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you next week. That's wait- Let's not give them... Yeah, it's suspense. Will, 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 <laughs> will Mega Drive be going first next week? Yeah. Join us next week. <laughs> The most boring cliffhangers. <laughs> oh, they say, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Stick with they SNES first. Anyway. No one cares. Literally, right? No so, one. so back to it. G SNES. It's time for the dump. The dump, 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 dump. Okay, that means it's me to go first. SNES. I was doing SNES this week. Um, How did you find snares? Terrible. <laughs> Just uh, unbearably terrible. There were a couple of strategy games in there that were terrible. I don't even want to mention them. Um, George Foreman boxing, terrible. Not even, not even enjoyable. 
There's something called uh, Gary Kitchen's Super Battle Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's on both consoles, by the way. Which was also, uh, I don't know, maybe it was okay because everything else was rubbish. But I also I thought, thought it was going to be a good cooking I game. I know, I thought this is okay. another of our spin-off games. Um, oh, who's Gary Kitchen? Oh, how many burgers can you flip? Welcome to Gary's <laughs> Kitchen. And uh, where we'll be... I thought, I thought flipping heck, they've given Gary Rhodes a... Uh, his own signature yeah. uh, game. It's a prequel to Dessert Strike. And, oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. That was, well, let's get to a game that was slightly less rubbish, shall we? Um, okay, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Ghoul Patrol. Yeah? Yeah. Um, pretty bad. Apparently, it was a sequel to a, a game called Zombies Ate My Neighbours. Oh, Which, I've heard of that being good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, well, that that's apparently quite a good game. I haven't played it yet because that would be cheating to get to the Zeds. Yeah. But um, yeah. apparently it's just a bit of a cash-in. Uh, they made a sequel to it with completely different developers and uh, okay. it's not as good. Um, it looks pretty 90s cool, doesn't it? Well, I was going to say, it's about <laughs> as 90s as you get. So... What I thought I'd do is just describe... There's like a sort of a story text. Close your eyes, everyone. Yeah. Close your eyes. So um, it starts with a guy in a baseball cap and 3D glasses tucked into his shirt. Mm -hmm. And the text reads... I'm not going to read the whole lot because it goes on for ages, but it goes, Check it out, dudes. There is a cool exhibition about ghouls and demons of the dark ages at the library. Come on, Zeke. Let's go. Mm. And then it says, Look out, Zeke. There's something happening to the chest. And a treasure chest opens up to reveal a book. No problemo, Julie. It's just some sort of special effect. This exhibition is rad. So we know that Zeke is a pretty cool guy already. He already had the 3D glasses and... uh, I don't know, Zeke. around with 3D glasses, just in case. There's some 3D... But that's with the red lens and the blue lens, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, of course. They didn't, they didn't have uh, real D back then. Uh, I thought he looked like Marty McFly a little bit yeah. as well. I don't know, Zeke. I have a funny feeling about this. Wow, this book looks very old. What do you think is inside? Dunno. Only one way to find out. I mean, he's just such a crazy guy, isn't he, the <laughs> Zeke? He's just yeah. going to open the book straight up. Um... Look at this, Zeke. It is a phrase. It says, to you, the reader, best beware of... Anyway, and it goes on. Hey, whilst that sounds like a rubbish video game, it's probably the best ever episode of The Archers. Yes. That you've just done a one-man... I wonder if we could add in that music sub... After the... Oh, clinking and... I think I would have lost interest if this was a real situation when it's, hey, there's a cool rad exhibition at the library. <laughs> like, uh, oh, no. No. <laughs> because obviously once Not- they were inside the library and a, like there's a treasure chest that opens up and a book like magically floats out of it, that would be cool. But you're taking a big chance to go there expecting something cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, Done that too many times only before. after the fact could you say, "Yeah, that was actually pretty cool." But at what point are you going? Yeah, okay, I'm up for visiting the library just in case something magical happens. 
So mm. strange, strange game. Um, but the, how did it play? How did it play? Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Good enough to good enough to make my mention, get my prime description spot. Um, yeah, nah, it was okay. Uh, uh, let's get back good. onto a, a terrible game because I, I feel like the the meh games this week will be highlighted by how bad the bad games are. This one, oh yeah, is called Goal! Exclamation point. Um, it's a football game, and I think, in fact, I don't think, I am definitely saying that this. Yeah. It's the worst football game that I've played so far in this series. It's taken the spot from <laughs> Capcom's Soccer Shootout, which you might remember was was my stinky dump once week, one week. Yeah, yeah. This is this is just. Whew. So this is. I think was this my yeah. This is kind of my stinky dump this week. So it's uh, you've just got to play it to believe how bad it's it is. It's quite unbelievable. Did you have a go? I did have a quick go, and that's all I needed, actually. Yeah. It just plays terrible. Like, the players are just that whole kind of, like, music box thing where they're just sort of spinning around in a circle, and it feels like a sort of, you know, like a Victorian-era thing where everyone's like, hmm, let's play some football, and they're kind of running around perfectly upright, and, hmm, pass the ball, Jenkins. Were you not slightly disturbed? Maybe I just had two teams that were just uh, made out of clones. But the bright every blonde player, hair? <laughs> every player was exactly the same height, weight, complexion. Uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, bleached blonde hair, same running style. Yeah, uh, that was actually that's it was... what I was going to mention <laughs> next. So I'm glad you also noticed that. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. I think I was playing against Brazil or something, and the number of like Swedish, <laughs> Swedish kind of guys on their team was quite impressive. Um, every player was Roy of the Rovers. Yeah, which is I think what also made me think it's got that like Victorian era feel to it. Hmm, I use Brill Cream in my lovely blonde hair. <laughs> so yeah, terrible. I tell you what, I also. There was one feature I quite liked that I don't think it made a difference in the game because the game's so frantic. The game was a bit like uh, watching under-7s football where everyone just sort of follows the ball around. But there was an option at the beginning where you can turn offside, on and off. Mm, Nice. See, that that would be great, wouldn't it, on just FIFA, to just have a goal hanger and just punt it up to the... (laughs) And the other thing that I thought was quite nice was that there was like... Instead of realistic sound effects, there was game show music in the background. <laughs> Not even like action adventure movie. It yeah. was just like Bruce's Price is Right music <laughs> on repeat for like the whole game. Uh, so that that was the that was a, there was a lot happening in it in, yeah. in the game. And definitely, there there was another thing about it that I thought was a genuinely a cool thing. Um, you know, in uh, John Madden. You, the the NFL sort of game. You you have those kind of squares that you select. Like, do you want to run shotgun or yeah. blitz or whatever? And you, they had a similar thing like that. If you had a corner, it would have a similar kind of screen where you select the different types of moves. And I know that um, games, football games, started to 
introduced that kind of thing more. But it, yeah, that's that's quite nice. Yeah, it was a an, set, set, set set piece, isn't it? So yeah, yeah why not? It, it it was a bit more informative. I think when the FIFA games started doing it, it was more like the. I think the first you never knew where it was going. You just put the arrow somewhere on the pitch, and then later on you could actually kind of sync it up to an actual player. But it was still just like a one kick thing. Whereas I'm not, I don't even get this feature to work. But potentially it could have been a a good idea that it's it's an actual sequence move rather than just punt it and um, and hope. I'm not sure this game pulled it off, but as a as an idea, I thought that was okay. It's good to see. Good to see. Okay, we've actually got a couple of good games here. Next. Ah, Goof Troop. This is a goofy game. Um, and I think I would describe it as uh, an action RPG. I think the official game type is action-adventure. Yeah. But it's got that thing of, like, you're sort of like you're more walking around a, a kind of RPG kind of map type thing. Yeah. But there is action there. You you do get hurt often, oh. and you got to like throw stuff at, at baddies. Um, and you got to fight in game rather than having like uh, yeah sort of those those weird uh, fight engine things that happen exactly in RPGs. Yeah, that pick some people that probably do have a proper word, but yeah, I think I described it really nicely. Someone there. can write in and tell us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> I'll say, just Google it, you idiots. Yeah. No. A letter, please. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, actually, I'm not sure if it's a really good game or if I just was just swamped with terrible games, but yeah, definitely a contender of my section this week. Okay. Um, next up, because we're doing we're doing sort of a new improved dump this yeah week. new and improved well yeah. we're going to keep we're going to keep the episode slightly shorter we'll see this is called uh great circus mystery it's a mickey and oh, mini yeah. game sort of related yeah. to the castle of illusion type thing i guess um yeah. that was pretty cool uh you're kind of going around with a like a vacuum cleaner sucking up ghosts and stuff like that um I've made a note, uh, I don't know if this is the right term, but I said generous game physics with baddies. Like, quite a few times I was like, oh, oh, wait. And I thought I'd accidentally nudged a baddie and I didn't get uh, yeah, punished yeah. for yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you mean with the generous. Like, you, if you normally don't bop someone straight, square on on the head, yeah. you've sort of slightly misjudged it. It gives you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So I, I, like, I like that because I'm not very good. <laughs> Uh, I like generosity within platforms. I thought it's quite nice looking. Yeah, I'm, I love how chipper and happy uh, Mickey Mouse is. He's just jolly, isn't he? Yeah, and he's animated in that way. Simpler times. So, yeah, simpler times back then. You imagine Mickey. being around when Mickey was the guy, and then they bring out like Donald Duck characters. People would have been complaining even back then, wouldn't they? Oh. It's not like the good old days with Happy Mickey. Now, yeah. Now it's all about got ranting this grumpy and raging. Duck. And what about that goofy goofball? Goofy. Goofy. Yeah. Exactly. They were the influences I, I of their time. That Mickey game has come out a few years after Castle of Illusion, hasn't it? But mm. I thought it was a, 
I thought it was pretty tight. I thought it was quite nice. It it had a nice uh, uh, difficulty level. I it was nice and easy. Yeah. And plenty of yeah. You got an energy bar rather than just mm-hmm. you know. I thought it was good. Sometimes but, you, you know, want I, a challenge, I, and sometimes you just want to enjoy the scenery. And I think Mickey Mouse is good for that. It's like, huh. I'm just enjoying the walkthrough. It's quite easy, but yeah. Next. Uh, this one is yeah. called Great Waldo Search, which is uh, oh, yeah. where's where's Wally, as we say in the UK, and where's Waldo, yeah. as they say in America. I don't know yeah. what they say anywhere else, but pretty rubbish, a pretty rubbish game that I enjoyed playing. Uh, would have oh. got my Stinky Dump award for the week, but I'm going to have to give that to Goal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like the book, but a sort of scrolling picture game. Ugh. Enough said. I think it gives you a it gives you a headache. I think it does. This game probably invented square eyes. Yeah. You know, would say, "Oh, you staring at that TV? You get square eyes." This game definitely. Yeah. People got square eyes playing this definitely you're staring probably really close to a screen it is uh, screening it for like pixelated uh-huh. uh, where's wally uh, and you can feel the headache yeah. generating hit the nail but on you the think, head no there. i need to i need to find him <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll quit yeah it's uh, seizure inducing uh, mm. so let's move on before everyone gets uh, a migraine final okay. choice gun force this is like a sort of side-scrolling kind of shooter type thing. Uh, yeah. Weird but cool kind of game, oh, I right. thought. Um, just like shooting stuff, but there's a couple of... like you get to, If you jump on like a, there's a, an armoured jeep, you just jump on that and you can sort of control the jeep so you're sort of driving through oh. the baddies. And then there's oh, a helicopter nice. and you can do the same thing, just fly through baddies with that. And actually take on the the helicopter's minigun shoot people there um not very popular people slag off the port compared to an arcade so the arcade version was uh was much better apparently this one's a bit slow and it is a little bit slow but it was a bit of a slow week for g for the snes Mm. so it's on my list and is it i thought um i had a quick go i thought it was quite difficult you don't get many uh, shots before you die but I quite, I quite liked is that when he does die he's sort of like you know when you're in like drama club or something yeah. and you have to die and you sort of curl up like oh yeah. and you sort of roll he does that it's very dramatic yeah <laughs> there's a little sequence oh I've been shot oh. yeah I also agree that, so the, that you do die a little bit too easily usually with those kind of games you get it like an energy bar or something but yeah yeah Wow. So that's that's your dump. I'm done. So that was sort of... Uh, yeah, well, thank you for that. You're welcome. That's, uh, so go on. It's the, oh, okay. That's Mega your lovely games. Mega Drive? Mega Drive dump. I mean, I'm okay. I don't want to talk them up too much. I just I just meant they were consistent, like, probably the rest of the weeks. Yeah. Uh, I thought the SNES G is probably the worst letter for SNES so far. I reckon. Yeah. Just in terms of quantity. Oh, there wasn't that many, though. There was There was probably twice the amount of Mega Drive games, so 
So, uh, yeah, but yeah, still some good games in the SNES. Mega Drive, I'm going to start with probably the stinkiest game yeah. that we've had so far. I, it was it was unbelievable. Really? <laughs> We're talking about a game so bad. Uh, it's so bad, it's good. Uh, yeah, so it's called Growl. Yeah. Or as I like, I enjoyed calling it Growler, but it's actually just called Growl. Uh, it's a 1991 uh, beat-em-up. Uh, it was taken from uh, an arcade. And in 1991, it was the second most successful arcade machine in Japan. Really? Yeah. Uh, but the arcade allows you to play four players, whereas Mega Drive doesn't let you play two players. That was the one thing, because as a novelty value for this game... You definitely want to have someone with you also pointing at it and laughing. Yeah. Because it takes itself really, really seriously. And so I don't know why it was sort of successful to begin with. Uh, I can see now why it is, but uh, it's very novel take on, on a beat-em-up. It's, it starts off, it looks like you're in a, like an Australian bar like in crocodile dundee and there's four mates yeah. just sitting around drinking and you get to pick one of them who are you going to be uh and you pick uh, uh you know they're all like quite muscle they've they're all got an open shirt with muscles coming out they look i thought it was a western because i didn't read the initial blurb yeah uh but it turns out it's a it's a poaching game so you <laughs> yeah. basically are like indiana jones uh quite badly animated yeah like a bit and it's quite 3d so yeah so you pick your character you pick your indiana jones character and then you're basically single-handedly going around this sort of half desert half africa western sort of scene beating up people trying to free all these animals okay. and you're just releasing them <laughs> just releasing them into, naturally into the wild um uh, when you and and the first why I continue playing it beyond the bar scene yeah. is because a whole load of random but very duplicated baddies come in and you do the usual punch punch kick but there's quite a variety in, in like punching and kick to do and when so, so you kick someone down and then they're like on all fours mm -hmm. because they've been beaten up half and then there's a move that you can do where you just repeatedly repeatedly knee the guy in the head <laughs> which I thought was quite brutal. Uh, and you go around, you can pick up, you know, your usual knife, gun, uh, that, a whip. Uh, and that's good. But when you pick up a dynamite, you throw it about a foot away from you. And then as soon as you've thrown it, you lie on the floor <laughs> like you're waiting for it. And all the other baddies just, just stood up, but equally around you. And then it blows up. And they all get hurt. Uh, they all... They all get hurt, but you don't. Even, like, you're throwing this dynamite next to, like, a tiger or an elephant that you're rescuing. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, uh, only bad guys get affected. Well, by we lost all the rhinos, but at least we got those pesky poachers. But I just love it how he just dives on the floor as soon as he's thrown it. Uh, you, have a, you have some really strange baddies. You have, at one point, you have this army of women dressed in, like, 80s power suits who can fly and kick across half the screen. Yeah. Um, at the sort of the tail end of the first level, you've beaten up hundreds of people by now. Um, you've gone on top of a train, 
No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Before you get on the top of this this sort of American railroad style train, uh, you release a whole load of hawks yeah. into the air, and you think, oh, I yeah, freed the hawks, and then all these bad guys come out of you when you're on top of this train, yeah, and you start beating them up. Uh, it's quite got a, quite a generous life bar, so you can take quite a, a pounding yourself. And then the hawks come and help you out. They come and pick up, pick out all the baddies. They come and repay ah, the favour. So they're smart. They uh, know that and you're... later on in the game, an elephant comes out and just starts charging people. So the elephant teams up with you. That's cool. So maybe it's not a bad thing that you don't can't have four players because all these animals that you free um, so you become be... your friends. So it's for people without friends. You can become like a weird sort of virtual cat person. Yeah, and without someone, a friend to like laugh at the game you sort of quite like the game uh you i like the idea how this guy is just trying to rescue every animal in one day by himself yeah uh, it's well, t- but it takes itself really serious uh but it's really comical it's like terribly absurd really and that's why it's it's definitely a game to play so and when, I, I would suggest you play it when you said it's a uh... A poacher's game. I, I thought that maybe you were doing the poaching. I thought that would be kind of funny that you'd go around and just. Well, that's what I thought when I thought. I thought, ah, oh, this bar is full of poachers. Are we going to go and just going to go I and thought, shoot I don't know some... how I feel about this. Well, actually, that could tusks. be. Uh, like, that could be one of our games. It could be called like game um, ideas, poachers, something, and it's actually a game about how to poach the perfect egg. Uh, but if you, <laughs> if you master egg poachery then you get to unlock just like our looting game yeah you get to grade a really graphic poaching game Um, (laughs) yeah but you have to have mastered like the perfect breakfast in bed poached eggs (laughs) homemade uh what's that sauce called that they use on it hollandaise hollandaise from scratch So only after you can you can be really really gentle and loving uh are you then allowed that's what it takes to be a, a yeah. real poacher. Here you go, my dear. It's a lovely breakfast for you. And I'm just going to go and... Uh, I've unlocked my uh, secret game, so uh, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm busy. <laughs> People do tune in now to steal the... Uh, to, to borrow these uh, game ideas. Probably. We've got... What have we got so far? We've got the loot oh, and looting. We've got Desert Strike, which unlocks the, uh, the actual Desert Strike game. Uh, They're quite forgettable because I think we've probably had one per episode. I think so. I can only remember. Poaching. Desert strike. Loot uh, something. Something. There was another one at some point. Looting. Anyway, Looting someone else can. You're, you're welcome to them as long as we get to play and review your game. Okay, so that was that was that was Poacher's uh, classic. A really fun, yeah. um, dated but but fun, interesting uh, rubbish game. But now this is. Coming up, my next selection is one of my favourite games, my favourite finds, the series. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's a game, Sega only, called uh, Gunstar Heroes. So it's a run and gun by nature. Yeah. Uh, it's it's made by the people who made Alien Soldier. Yeah. But this is their, they set up Treasure, the uh, develop, you know, the game developer company people and this was their first their first release and it's it's in a similar vein it's it's frantic just all out action yeah um you run along and gun but you can also sort of whilst gunning 
do flying kicks and throw things. Everything is coming at you from the first minute. Uh, and whilst you think that would get a bit tiring, um, just the variety of moves that you can do and the levels and the bad guys that come along, it keeps it interesting. You can even combine weapons. So there's about four weapons, homing uh, sort of missiles, lightning, flamethrower, machine gun. But if you combine them, um, during your during the level, you can like combine a, gu- a machine gun to make a homing machine gun. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, so you can throw enemies, slide kick, flying kick. Uh, it's it's just when you, it doesn't get stale because all there's four levels to choose from, and you can choose them in the beginning. So you don't have to get past level one to be in level two. There's four like totally different uh, levels. And uh, it's it's really good. Oh, it's, that's cool! So it's can, really fun. You can just like jump it's in on not, any any world that you want to. Yeah, and it's what I liked about it is that unlike Alien Soldier, which was uber difficult, this has got plenty of flexibility in it, mm-hmm. and it's so you can sort of learn as you go. And I think you can adjust the difficulty anyway, but it's you're straight in and you pick it up really quickly because you're not being killed off instantly. Designed especially for the Mega Drive. All right, uh, you said that already. Gosh, showing off. No, no, it was designed especially for the Mega Drive. Yeah, no, not, it's you just said available. it again, just bragging. Well, you, I, you didn't let me finish again. Designed especially for the Mega Drive processor. Yeah. Yeah. Showing off because I didn't get to play yeah. it. It was originally going to be called Lunatic Gunstar. Yeah? Why don't you mention it, again that it's, it's Mega Drive only? I will at the end. Okay. Like good advertising. Um, and then it was going to be called just Lunatic, but Sega America didn't like that title. Why not? The Japanese liked it. They thought it was it was uh, demeaning or something. Oh, okay. And the next time we hook up, it's got a co-op mode, so we can play together. That would be like double intense. Yeah. Especially as it was only made for the Mega Drive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's, uh, I think you just have to, to play it to believe it. Um, ah, another, the reason it's quite different in this run and gun, there's loads of run and guns, but these guys quit Konami as their ideas weren't be, being supported. Probably a bit like the uh, the guy that made Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. And then they all left in droves to create treasure and they they wanted to fulfill those 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 ideas mm. and that's uh, and they've got a bit of a rep for for being a you know a, a good at being good i like those stories indie developers doing their own thing yeah doing they had to do it but if you want something a bit sexier and a game that rivals altered beast as the sexiest game we've had so far. Any ideas what this might be, beginning with G? Gargoyles? No. 1989. Don't give away any other games. Well, you asked. <laughs> you think gargoyles are sexy? Yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of, isn't that, doesn't that look... Isn't the graphics on gargoyles really good? Yeah, all right, so... I'm not... I'm, I'm talking about Altered Beast, right? Style sexy. Oh, as in, like... Bonerific. Uh, no, I don't. 
What's that mean? It means that you, you... Well, do you want me to explain what happens to you when you play Altered Beast again? <laughs> we had enough of that bad. during the A. Okay. All right, okay. So, from the makers of Altered Beast... Yeah. Golden Axe. <laughs> so, following Altered Beast, they greased up some more... Uh, <laughs> some more guys. Yeah. Uh, and they gave you and Golden Axe. Isn't that like a... Yeah, there's there's three characters actually. There's a Conan the Barbarian style guy with a sword. Yeah. Uh, uh, you've got a axe wielding dwarf, and uh, and a lady with a long sword. Yeah. And it's set, it's set in that sort of classic medieval style fantasy world. The art is typical of that medieval fantasy sort of eighties, really. You know, you can imagine Dolph Lundgren. Playing the uh, or or Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> playing a kind of I think it was actually I think it actually it was styled on Conan the yeah. Barbarian. So just imagine that in a game if you haven't ever played Altered Beast. Yeah, I thought because I remember playing this. I think I played it originally on the Master System. Yeah, and I remember it being a lot of button bashing, but we played it a lot. Uh, but I thought it would have dated quite a bit. And initially, I thought it had, but it was sort of quite nicely done, and it's got a bit of charm to it the more you play. Yeah. And it's still quite playable, and it's got a multiplayer again, so you could, you know, I could be um, Conan, couldn't I? And you could be the lady, and we could go around. Okay. Ah, one of the annoying things, though, they always do it on Mega Drive games anyway. Yeah. On these on these beat 'em ups is a Mega Drive is A, B, and C. So the first button you press is always A, isn't it? Why do they always have the magic, like, superpower thing yeah. that depletes your magic store and deletes all the uh, baddies on the screen? Why do they always have that as the first button you press? Yeah. So in the first second of the level, you press the magic button and blast everyone away, but no one's even got on the screen yet. Mm-hmm. Every time. Maybe it's just me. One weird thing with the Golden Axe games... Um... It's, they are cool, but they've got this sort of weird, like everyone walks like they're sort of doing the moonwalker, you know, when they go, the moonwalk, they sort of do the weird, they're just, there's something a bit weird about their walking physics, they're sort of gliding across. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, they do look like they're moonwalking. Maybe that makes it better. Maybe that's why you like it. I suppose they're doing that 3D thing, aren't they, in these, this, it's 3D, but it's not. Yeah. They so they, they've only got the 2D sort of walking. They didn't quite master how to get them from plane A to plane C at the top. Do you remember the really freaky thing on uh, Golden Axe where at the end, sort of, not even at the end of a level, but at your breathing space bit, so you've beaten up a whole load of baddies and before you shift on to the next zone, some tiny little pixies with little swag bags over their shoulder run on and you have to go around trying to kick them. And if you do kick them, these sort of magic files pop out and that tops up your magic. But you have to chase around these pixies kicking them. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Or stubbing them with the end of your with the end of your sword handle. Yeah. I thought that's pretty weird. Who comes up with that stuff? Fun. Hey guys, guys, oh, I've got the idea that's just gonna solve our game. So you know how you always wanna kick those little pixie things uh sorry dave everyone's just around going huh (laughs) 
You know. What, cute little lovely pixies? You know, they're like always trying to like walk around you and stuff. And you're just like, come on. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not sure if Konami has a space for you anymore, Dave. Uh, enjoy your independent career. Oh, wait, that was the last game, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't think who made um, Golden Axe. All I've up got my, here uh, is... Uh, my stories. Konami are going to write you a letter. I hope so. I mean, <laughs> They'll say, um, that we have no minutes that suggest that Dave <laughs> wanted to... He's always been a valued member of <laughs> staff. He says he, he loves pixies and uh, uh, sprites and uh, thingies. Mm, sprite. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Golden Axe. Good stuff. That's Golden Axe. So they're my they're my three main uh, main ones, but I will mention Gargoyles as um, as it's on there. That's that's up there as well. It's a really nicely uh, nice graphics. Quite dark actually. Quite scary game for Disney, mm-hmm. based on an animated series. But I never uh, I didn't ever really watch it, but. What I loved about gargoyles is the the way that the gargoyle gargoyle, gargoyle moves mm-hmm. just feels really nice to play. You climb it's and you sort of you can do a double jump where you jump once and then you sort of flap your wings and yeah. you get that extra sexy. Which is really impressive. Someone might say, you know what? <laughs> this may be the sexiest game that we've had so far, apart from uh, goal with an exclamation mark. Oh yeah, it's quite sexy. Yeah, quite mesmerising. Uh, it's it's sort of platformer, but it's sort of puzzly elements as well. Like you've got to smash through walls and, and find things. Uh, very late um, Mega Drive game. I quite like the late games. I think people like the early games, but I really like they're sort of maxing out the technology can, on all these late games. Can you answer this for me? Um, because the later games often did have way better graphics and stuff. Yeah. But what's kind of interesting is that... Well, they still had to play on the same system, right? So yeah. it was always possible. So how how does that work? Is it just that they discovered they could add a new sort of bit to the cartridge that would pump it up? Oh, I think they... When I was reading up about uh, Gunstar Heroes, because they were impressed with how the baddies moved, they I think they just work... They just get more and more familiar with... How to get every last inch, at, uh, every last bit out of the processor, mm. and they were the way that they did big baddies. Uh, if you think about all the colours and the movements and stuff, yeah. it's that they actually broke it down into sort of smaller sections and had them working. Yeah. Rather than one big sprite with loads of moving bits, they they sort of moved them. Yeah. Uh, differently, and again with the colours, Mega Drive can only have sixty-four colours on a screen at a time, yet. Some games you see, you think, oh, they how have they got all that range? And they were sort of tricks, really, mm. that they'd worked out to get things looking 3D. They sort of develop these tricks. and Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they added too much more to it. But uh, again, I might be totally wrong. I'm just guessing. That sounds about right. It's probably, maybe similar to how like the CD was out in the 80s already, I think, and yet CDs just started sounding louder and louder. Because they just found mm. new ways to sort of smash the the upper limits, whereas they used to leave a bit more margin for error and just go, let's whoa, let's not let's not fiddle around there, guys. So maybe the yeah. same with games. Oh, and I suppose even with the music in 
Mega Drive, you get some developers that really design it for the hardware, don't you? And some that just put any old rubbish on. So yeah. you can have games that have got really rubbish sounding sounds and, and music and some that they've like some of the Sonic games where they've just mm. out of a you know a, a FM synthesizer they've managed to get loads out of it yeah um, so maybe that's maybe that's it maybe we'll get someone on one day who can explain yeah alright maybe we won't until then we'll go with that yeah that, um, that sounds good enough just a couple of couple of uh Honourable mentions um, for a couple other games that are on that that people might want to check out if yeah. they're on the G. Uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, which is uh, a very early uh, and successful sort of arcade platformer. Very quirky, sort of Halloween-y graveyard, yeah. but spookily difficult. Uh, maybe for the more hardcore gamer. But you get loads of lives and loads of continues, and you sort of continue from roughly where you were in the game so it is quite playable but a bit difficult uh not out on the snares but i think super ghouls and ghosts is on the snares and right. that probably won't win the s category probably unfortunately. not stop so, talking about uh, the s's all oh, right time uh there was a game called general chaos which is a really popular game yeah it's like a point and click strategy a bit like a uh, cannon fodder but it's sort of 5v5 in most instances and very cartoony very sort of satirical sometimes a bit rude and gory in a sort of cartoon way um, but you do have that sort of you've got to move a mouse pointer around and back in the day I probably wouldn't have minded that but now you sort of you have the luxury of being able to do other things with uh, games now, so I think anything with that sort of yeah. point-and-click mouse action on a D-pad isn't that favourable. Mm -hmm. But people love it, and there is one mode where you can control people with using the D-pad rather than pointing and clicking. But it's pretty fun, especially in two-player mode. General chaos. Try that out. And last of all, oh I thought God. it would be rubbish. More games. This is just like a one-liner. A game called Granada. It's like Tank. You remember on the Atari? Yeah. Uh, meets GTA, so it's that sort of that sort of. Okay. They've just expanded tank to a a massive uh, a massive sort of open world yeah. thing. Not quite as GTA as GTA, Sounds more great. like tank but bigger. Any of these games uh, would, have, would have made my list, wouldn't they? But it's set in the futuristic Africa in 2016. Okay. Where a war war erupts over mining rights. So, 2016, the future. Anyway, that's that's the dump. There's a lot there today. So, it's getting bigger and bigger, aren't they? Never ending. This is supposed to be new and improved, slim, <laughs> like it has been for the last three weeks. Uh, next week, guys, next week will be our most be... concise episode yet. We might actually... Next week's going to be do... so improved. Yeah. You won't recognise next week compared to this week. Might even have really? a countdown timer. How about that? Like a countdown clock. Please just make it over. All of these games are rubbish. I could have just. What we'll try and do next week for my is is just try and like feature the really good and the really bad games, and then really have more mentions of games that you should still check out. Maybe we'll try and do something like that. But it's quite difficult because I I ramble. 
and also like even when you get a terrible week like i did you still you still end up picking a lot of games because it's like well if i'm gonna let that one in then i gotta let that one in too so let's pick our top five and our favorite game okay okay let's let's get who's 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 getting uh, promoted uh i think probably for mine for consideration we could only really consider great circus mystery and goof troop uh i liked gunstar heroes has got to get up there golden axe was pretty cool and gargoyles i think is a really neat game mm. so those three uh, i'm trying to think if i liked the great circus mystery that's on mega drive as well and that played really nicely yeah so i'll vouch for that um is there anything else uh people do love general chaos but i i could see where it was good yeah but i i didn't get on with it as much as i i thought i would yeah so i'm gonna have to scrub that granada and gra whilst growl was was really fun i think i'd probably have to pick a more solid obviously good game into the top five. Yeah. So we're we're already at five, aren't we? Goof Troop, Great Circus Mystery, Gunstar Heroes, Golden Axe, Gargoyles, and that's actually a pretty solid that five. Is. That's up there with yeah the other fives that we've had so far. That's a solid five, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. What did you think was the best game that you played? I thought Gunstar Heroes was the best. Really? Definitely the best. Yeah. I thought it was. Um, I think there was repeatability there. Yeah. Playability. Um, is there any other words like that I can think uh, of? It's 90s, so like radability. Radability. Cowabunga ability. Invincibility. Oh, yeah. Cowabunga. I haven't said that for a while. Um, um, we got actually a question in from, uh, from Martina from St. Martin's. Uh, hey. Were the 90s really the coolest decade? Uh, apart from the SNES and the Mega Drive, what else is cool about them? And um, ah. I was thinking, you know, you've got you've got Cap on back to front. It's pretty cool. Reebok pumps yeah. and uh, Nike Air. They were cool. Change color T-shirts. Uh, Oakleys. You know, like they were bulletproof. Yeah. They were sold on like bulletproof glasses. And you think, wow, wow. if I get shot in the eye today, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, did you just say hypercolored t-shirts? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I didn't mention the brand, but uh, did you get sponsored? Glo- oh, uh, yeah. well, I wasn't going to say global hypercolor. Oh, now you did. If global hypercolor are listening, please send us some free t-shirts. You could even, oh, they, they could make, make our brand. <laughs> Oh. The global hypercolor are still listening. Are you okay? Because we haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> what are you doing now? <laughs> oh, we're making hypercolor tea towels. You, you know what? <laughs> Bed we, we really need some um, golden era gaming hypercolor t-shirts. That has to happen. Ah, oh, that would uh, be pretty good. I might have to just get some reactive. You can't iron them there, can you? Can't you? I don't think so. so. You can't iron. It's never it. been a problem with me, anyway. I've never really ironed it. Yeah, <laughs> but if we were to put our logo on, that would be a problem. We we'll have to hands. We're going to make some hand-sewn global hypercolor hand gold mirror game. Or they'll probably just say like "gore" and then we'll give up. Um, what else was there? Tad clear, see-through Coke. Oh, yeah. For anyone who wasn't around, 
yeah. ha- was it harem pants that MC Hammer wears? Harem I mean, pants, yeah. So there's you've given her more than enough to be getting on can with. You, can you think of anything else that makes that decade the coolest? Can you think of anything cool that wasn't from that decade? I can't actually. No. What was the what was the cap that had the little like helicopter thing on the top? That must be nineties, right? I don't know. That could be earlier. Sort of Fresh Prince of Bel Air like Pied Piper. I don't know if that was cool though. That probably wasn't in the nineties. You could just be. It wasn't sad. It was cool, wasn't it? Things could be overly cool. Well, it depends on like if if I was if I was in my twenties in the 90s and someone wore one of those hats I wouldn't think it was cool but if I was in primary school which I was yeah. and someone showed up to school with one of those hats which they didn't I'd be like whoa that's the coolest thing ever so, yeah but I, I don't know if that would have been cooler than someone having a hat on back to front does that hat still work back to front with the course. spinny thing on the top yeah. I don't think it looks cool though. I think it looks pretty sad with the spinning. True, the too, much. <laughs> too much. Too uh, much. You got three D glasses that you wear for fun. Oh, yeah, we, Although I think they did that in the eighties too. I think someone in Back to the Future had that. Now I think about it. Uh, so yeah, that is another decade. Yeah. I've got to worry about. Well, that's um, yeah. If you send us letters and stuff, we'll give you some serious airtime. Yeah. So thank you, Martina, for that. Yeah. I hope hope we've settled your nerves. Yeah. Rest assured. They were cool. It was the coolest. Yeah. Cool times. Just play Ghoul Patrol, if you don't believe me, with the Check It Out dudes and and all that stuff. Rad. Mm. Um, Oh, oh, we didn't pick our winner yet. Sorry, I I almost forgot to read out Martina's email, you see, but... um, Gun... I think Gunstar Heroes has got to be the winner. Okay. It's just... It's just a, a couple of notches above the others. Um, and runner-up. Now that's going to be tricky. Runner-up. Oh, might have to be... I was thinking that Golden Axe was going to be rubbish, but it was pretty good. Is Golden um, Axe better than Great Circus Mystery? Mm, Is it better than Gargoyles? Know. Yeah, I don't know. If that, uh, that's a good point. Well, we tend to like get a, a dark horse in there, don't we? Sometimes. True. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't be swaying our judgment based on formula. We're supposed to just go, you know, who's the second best game? Yeah, but it is nice to get like a runner-up. It's not not quite good enough on its own merits, but it is like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know if if. Whilst it was nice, the Mickey Mouse game was polished and all of that. Mm. Is it, is it like, good and nice? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Um, um, it, which is good and nice out of those? So you are oh, you sticking know. for Golden Axe in at number two? Then is that your vote? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. It's a classic. It's still good. Fine. So this week's entry into the Hall of Game is Gunstar Heroes. Hall of Game. And the runner-up, 
Golden Axe. Golden Axe. If you need and also check out Muscle Fix. Muscle Fix, yeah. Well, it's, it's Gargoyles. Whatever you're into, Golden Axe has got you covered, really. Whatever kind of thing. It's got yeah. S&M kind of stuff. If you like guys. I always like the idea of like Conan and... And these people going into battle, they've they've got their biggest sword out of the out of the cupboard. Yeah. Uh, and they think, right, yeah, I've got the giant sword. Yeah. That's great. Uh, and what else should I wear? How about these leather pants? Yeah. Yeah. And some footwear. Yeah. Great. Okay. Anything else? Let's go. <laughs> oh, a pocket full of magic. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what do I hang this on? Oh, it's all right. It will clip onto the pants. Yeah. Sunscreen. Let's go. No. Uh, Oil? No. Go on then. <laughs> Any food? You know, I've got... I have a lot of muscle mass to maintain. I should probably make sure I'm eating. He would mostly just be eating in that film if it was Look, real. What pants and a sword. That's all we need. That's all we need? Okay. We better get going. All right. Um, so don't forget to check out Gargoyles, Goof Troop, Great Circus Mystery starring Mickey and Minnie, and also Growl. Go on, check it out. So that's us done for another week. Yeah. Another what week. letter have you got next week? A, B, C, D, F, G. H. H. Or H, as some people say incorrectly. Very modern. Yeah. So if you want to listen to H on the Snager Snooper Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, let's do it next week. Join us next week. I don't forget. Um, next week, you're on... Make a drive. I'm on SNES. Okay, can't wait. Don't forget. And um, don't forget to write to us or uh, Twitter us or troll us. Yeah, Or please. Um, yeah, any of those things. Do anything you like this week. Welcome. It's up to you. Take the week off or play these games or half and half. Yeah. Whatever you want. But join us next week. Goodbye. Um, goodbye. <laughs>